What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Eduardo. Judah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about just Jeremy. <laughs> With being alive. <laughs> we hope that you've been having an awesome week. How are y'all doing? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Lit. Fam, <laughs> hype. Is Jesus your hype man? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. he really is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, God's good. Yeah, y'all just want to get into it this week. Yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, I see Shaz got paper over there. Oh mm. my God, get to it. Yeah, get to it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You'd, you made us wait last week, and then we made you wait even longer. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> so I've been, I've been hearing from God for. Um, <laughs> we try not to bang on the table. I've been practicing the journaling to hear from God for a while now, but I haven't been journaling to hear from God like for other people mm-hmm. you know so this is like a different thing to be like all right god we're talking about this topic so what do you have to say yeah mm-hmm. so last week was the first time i did that and i might do this for a while partially just to train me to hear from god like really purposefully yeah. mm-hmm. so this is what i asked god um what it means when scripture says it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me, that is the topic, correct? Before I go any further, yeah. yes. this is what I asked. <laughs> yeah. and this is the answer he gave it's me. Close enough. We'll see if his answer redirects Could it. Be <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Shut your mouth. <laughs> That's some nice handwriting, sir. Mm-hmm. You are no longer to live a dead life because that version of you was crucified with Christ. Not only were you crucified, you were buried and resurrected. You are joint heirs with Christ, seated on the throne in heavenly places. It is no longer acceptable for you to accept any of your life as below perfection. Be holy as I am holy. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. But do not do this under your own strength. Jesus died in faith, knowing he would be resurrected at the appointed time. He did not resurrect himself because man cannot resurrect themselves. It is the glory of the Father that empowers man to access the throne. When you stop trying to save your own life and lay still in your tomb, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body. Christ was not elevated above all dominion for his own sake, but for yours. It is not by your works you will be delivered, but by the simplicity of believing through Christ, you are are a partaker of the divine nature. Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is the mystery of ages now revealed to my people. Gotta find the one part. There was one part that was like super good. Um, when you stop trying to save your own life and lay still in your tomb, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body. Wow. It's all the Lord, but that was like super the Lord. <laughs> because, I mean, just the, when you, I gotta read it again. Man, it's like verse of scripture when I. <laughs> When you stop trying, y'all need to hear this. When you stop trying to save your own life and lay still in your tomb, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body. 
Sorry. <laughs> That's intense, guys. I mean, surrender, abandon, stuff I've already been talking about. But, like, I think that was the Lord, how he sees us. We're in a tomb. It's like if Lazarus was in there, I know I can raise from the dead. I know I can raise from the dead. I know I can raise from the dead. <laughs> And then when Jesus actually does what he does, if Lazarus came out and said, totally raise myself from the dead, guys. <laughs> That's what essentially what we do with our life. We hear what the Lord wants us to do. We go full steam. And I'm talking from experience. I do this. I've done this all the time. We're on full steam with it. And we're like, look what we did, Lord. And he's like, you mean what you did? <laughs> what you tried to do? Uh that's why you're burnt out. That's why you're uh, you're uh, overwhelmed. That's why you still feel dead, mm. because you're not living by me. So you gonna you're gonna just stop it, <laughs> or not? Um, and the funny thing is, um, it's funny that most of what you said, because I love it. The Lord He speaks through His Word. Okay, here's was a side note. This is free. You don't gotta pay me. Begin to prophesy by saying the words of God that are written. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord loves to speak through the word he's already written. Because if he can get you to begin to trust in the word he's already written, then he can give you, he can speak to you regularly because you'll have, you'll understand how he sounds. So I'm just going to read these verses off. I didn't have anything like specific way to go about it, but this is 2 Corinthians 5.15. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live, in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Who, this is Matthew 10.38-39 Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Second mm -hmm. Timothy 2.4 No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Your life is not your own. I added that. Second uh, Corinthians 5.6-9 Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident. I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and to be home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. John 5, 19 through 20. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what the, he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these so that you will be amazed. Acts 17, 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Mm -hmm. Revelation 12, 11. And they, are con they have conquered him. By the blood of the Lamb, the word of the testimony, and that they love not their lives even unto death. Mm -hmm. And now we go to, so now, if I've made it clear with all those verses, our life is not our own. We don't live by our own power. 
The reason we're struggling as Christians, as a body as a whole, because we are trying to live our lives and incorporate Jesus. Yeah. We are trying to live a life, but he is actually the life source. So when he says abandon your life, is what he said, those who lose their life. Guys, we need to be so good at losing our, our uh, life like we lose our car in a parking lot. We don't even need to remember where we parked. We need to completely forget about ourselves and focus on him because we need to learn how to live from life because before him, we weren't alive. We were dead laying in our tomb, trying to resurrect ourselves. And that is not of the Lord, but, um, and first Peter two, five, you are also the living stones and are being built into a spiritual house to be the holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus and I'm going to go to this verse because I didn't get the whole thing. But it says on verse 6, For it is contained in Scripture, Look, I lay uh, in Zion a chosen and honored cornerstone, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. So honor will come to you who believe, but for the unbelieving, the stone the builders rejected, this one has become the cornerstone, and a, and a stone to stumble over, a rock to trip over. Um a cornerstone, if I remember right from what I've read, a cornerstone is what everything, the weight of the house sat on. So we are, so the purpose of us not living our own life, guys, the purpose of us be like giving ourselves over to him and just allowing him to do and make us in his image is because we're living stones. They're being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. There's intention. He's not just saying abandon your life and have a sucky life. No. Yeah. Literally, he's like, because at my right hand is fullness of joy, or at my right hand are pleasures forever, forever, forevermore. In my presence is fullness of joy. Yeah. Guys, this life is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also said this because. This is 1 Corinthians 15, 45. So it is written, the man Adam became a living being and the last Adam a life-giving spirit. The first one was only able to reproduce because God made him that way. Christ himself gives life because he is life. Let me say that again. If you produce out of your own life, you will be able to produce things, but you will not be able to give them life. The things that you produce from your own self will only be copies. They will just be things. They won't bring any life to anyone. But if you walk through Christ Jesus, he will give life to everything you do, and everything you do will bless people. Um, and then this is the last thing I'll read, but Colossians 1, 16 through uh, when I stop reading. Because it was just too good. I literally said just keep reading. Well, let us know what verse you stopped on. Yeah. 1... 16 okay it says for everything was created by him in heaven and on earth the visible and the invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things have been created through him and for him he is before all things and by him all things hold together so right there everything your everything that's causing a problem to you an issue to you is made for him through him and held together by him the very enemy that you're scared of that is trying to attack you is held together by god himself the enemy knows the lord is one and they tremble 
They are in fear. They know their withering branches coming to nothing. They know they are destined to hell. And they want you to believe the same. But why are we scared if our very God holds his own enemy together? Think about that power. Your own enemy. Your own enemy is held together by your father. So why do we stress? Why do we fear? Am I saying that he's powerless? No, he can definitely try to bite. But our God's more powerful. He's the principalities of powers. He's so powerful, he's holding his enemy together. Let's keep going. Um, he is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile everything to himself by making peace through the blood of his cross, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Once you were alienated and hostile in your minds because of your evil actions, but now you've been reconciled by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith, and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard. This gospel has been proclaimed to all creation under heaven, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it. And that was 23. But I hope through, what, like 12 verses or so? Maybe, I don't know how many. Probably nine. Um, I hope you realize the gospel is not about you having a better day. The gospel is not about you getting a better car. Granted, you, can you get all these things? The Lord wants to prosper all these? Sure, yes. But clearly, God's focus is on Christ. It is solely on Him. Scripture says, do not seek after all these things like the pagans do. Literally, seeking after money and all these things is pagan idol worship. Mm. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things are going to be added to you. Because God, he's like, what? what you, I got cattle on a thousand hill. I got all that. Focus on me. Be in love with me. Your life is mine. I own you, but I love you. I'm your father. So clearly the gospel is all about Jesus and us losing our life and giving ourselves to him completely and wholly and allowing him to make himself manifest in us because we are his offspring. He is the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Yeah. So stop. If, if we are worrying, it's the last thing I'll say, if we are worrying and stressed out about our financial situation, how this is going to work out, how this is going to work out, how this is going to stress, worry, fear, anxiety are all forms of worship to the wrong God. Yep. And God has told us not to do that. And he, that means we can not do that. We have the ability to not do those things. It's not the way you're wired. You're not wired for fear. You're not wired for anxiety. You're not wired for worry. You're not wired for anger. You've been born again. You're a new creation created in Christ Jesus. The old things have passed away. Behold means look attentively for the new has come. You're not a fixer-upper. You've been born a new creation. So stop stressing about where your life is. I don't save that one. Um, just a few things God was kind of like hitting with me. You're talking about the cornerstone mm-hmm. and I, I had talked the, about a week ago or something like that from second, um, Ephesians two. And this is, don't you just love it when your phone doesn't load? <laughs> this is uh, verse 20. You're rising like the perfectly fitted stones of the temple 
and your lives are being built up together upon the ideal foundation laid by the apostles and prophets, and best of all, you are connected to the head cornerstone of the building, the anointed one, Jesus Christ himself. And as I was just reading back over that, you know, thinking of John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life, mm-hmm. and no one comes to the Father but through me. Yep. We, and this is, you know, me just talking. We think we are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I know I definitely have fell into that trap where it's like, it's only going to happen if I do it. It's only going to get done if I do it. And that's how I've lived my life for the very long time. And I'm trying to break that habit because it's a habit. It's a strong tower. It is a, it's something that's got to be torn down because I can't do it alone, you know? And only through Jesus because he's the way. Yeah. The only way. <laughs> like, if I'm doing it through him, then it's going to get taken care of. Yep. Like, I don't have to worry about it. You know, if I'm doing it through him, his truth says that his word does not return to him void. Mm-hmm. It's going to get done. It's taken care of. Boom. And that's that empowers me right there. Like, you were talking about finances. I'm not going to worry about finances. Yeah. That's something that I've had to really like think about, you know, and give to God every day. It's like I wake up and it's like, man. Thank you, Lord, for our daily bread. <laughs> wait, wait for it to appear. <laughs> you know, and it's it's very easy to be like, I, I I'm the man of the house and I gotta I gotta make, you know, I, I even know that it's like if you don't work, you don't eat. It's like I'm working. Mm-hmm. That money coming in, <laughs> but it need to come in faster, <laughs> you know. But it's it's if I'm worried about it, I'm not focused on what God has given me now. Yeah, you know, I've got work to do, and mm-hmm. I praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to keep doing it through Jesus. Because, yeah. And I, I'm just being honest here because I think honesty is the, the way to go because people go through this and I'm sure everybody at the table has went through that kind of worry it's like mm-hmm. man I've got negative dollars in my account or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like how am I going to get out of this yeah. I got bill people calling me how am I going to get out of this yeah. it's like I'm your financier man it'll mm-hmm. be okay don't worry about it Yeah, that's what he's literally told me he's like don't worry about your credit score He's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It don't go to heaven. It don't matter. <laughs> That's what he told me the other night when I was laying in bed. I was like, okay. And then he was like, he's like, now I'm not telling you this. <laughs> I had to preface it. God's not telling you to go get in credit card debt. Yeah, it's not saying that, but it's it's like this is just something to control you. Yeah. You know, and it's it's not the finances that he is giving me and Amy. Is for us to steward. It's mm-hmm. his finances. Yeah. yeah. When it comes down to it, it's his finances. And I think, you know, where we're coming to through all of this is if we're abandoning our lives, we're giving up complete control. And it's every area of yes, our life. Every. Yeah. It's not just, oh man, I'm going to church for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for Jesus. I'm going to go pray for that guy for Jesus. And then when it comes to our finances, be like, that's mine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay tithes or I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, We've got to. Be, I'm just being honest because this is something that people. Str- I I know for me myself, anytime I have to like 
wrestle with finances or talk about my finances, it's like, like I get, <laughs> like, like I remember the first time me and Amy had the conversation and I'm getting so frustrated. I'm just, I don't want to talk about it. And like, I would just like, I didn't want to talk about it because it was, you know, yeah, that's how the world views it. But it's when it's God's, it's like, he's going to take care of it. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to worry about it. And it's just abandoning that worry. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that word, man. Yeah. Appreciate that word. I'm just talking good. like 3,000 miles an hour. And I was like, well, man. that's the nice thing <laughs> about the video. They could keep going yeah. back. <laughs> I'm glad that you shared those scriptures before. Because it was like I was reading along with you because you're like, man, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like they're so they're so good. And, and like because so what I don't want to convey from everything I said because this is how we process things. Mm-hmm. I got to do better. Oh, yeah. I got to do more. I'm clearly not doing enough. He just read like 10 scriptures and man, I suck. <laughs> I, I clearly can't do this. Man, I got to you know, the enemy comes. You got to do better. You know, oh, he said, be holy as I am holy. Right. Be perfect as I am perfect. I don't I don't I don't see I don't see that perfect. I don't see the holiness. Oh, no. But then. All that's happening, see, I want you to get this right now. If anything that's been said has pricked your heart, rejoice because you have a pure heart. Yeah. People who listen and just like, okay, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it. Oh, well. But if you're listening and you're like, Lord, yeah, I see this and oh, man, I see that I'm not there. But my, and your heart's obviously crying out. Your heart is declaring who you are. Yeah. When you're saying, I'm not this lazy person, yeah. I'm not this person who overeats. So then you go right there and say, Lord, you said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Thank you for these scriptures that, that we went over and go back and listen to me read them a million times a second um, and just meditate in them. Like I've been telling these guys, one, you don't have to read like chapters a day. I literally have been playing Second Corinthians 5 on repeat, I'm driving in my car. Repeat, 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 because I want to become that chapter before I go anywhere else. Because mm. what I'm talking about is what the Lord is doing in me, yep. not something, some conceptual thing. I literally, as I meditate and say, Lord, I am not my own. I've been bought with a price. It's no longer I who live and Christ who lives in me. I'm living through you. This life I live, I live for you. I live for pleasing you. I'm a soldier in your army, but I'm a son in your house. I thank you, Father, for leading and guiding me. I thank you, God, that I can do this. I thank you that I'm going to do it through you. I thank you, God. I just thank him. (laughs) Paul said, let thankfulness be your dialect. Let it be coming off of your lips. You know, instead of, Lord, I just, you know, God, I want to please you. You know, I'm just, I'm really trying here. I'm really trying, you know, and just that doesn't work. That's not what he's called us to be thankful, be a son, walk boldly into the throne room of grace in your time of need. Yeah. Boldly. And and so what I'm saying is like all these scriptures, the Lord is declaring what he wants to do in your life, who you are. Remember when you read scripture, it's the Lord declaring who you are. Hmm. So you read it and go, Lord, this is who I'm becoming. Just like when I told you, I think all last week, it says a good man eats to live and a wicked man lives to eat. The enemy, the Lord didn't say you're a wicked man because you're eating so much, you fatty. You know, you're you're so fat, you just can't stop eating, can you? You just love it. No, that don't help. That wouldn't help me at all. He was like, Judah, you're a good man. You eat to live. 
you've been eating like a wicked man, but you're a good man. <laughs> you're a good man. You eat to live. And he just would not shut up for like days. And I was like, Lord, I'm a good man and I eat to live. <laughs> I just let that be my focus. And then one day I was like, all right, I'm full <laughs> when I ate, you know? And so that's all That's all I'm saying is you get that in there and you say, this is, Paul said, think on good things. Yeah. Meditate on what is right, what is true, what is just, <laughs> what is good. Make that your meditation. Yeah. And then like, trust me because that's who you are. We need to learn. The Lord's been telling me a lot. He's like, look, Judah, you were in the kingdom of darkness. And then you, I transferred you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of my son's love. You are of this place. You are of this nature. But you were raised in the wrong house. You were raised under darkness. So you need to renew your mind. Yeah, It's just so... And then he's very visual with me and I use my imagination. So like I saw myself going out of the kingdom of darkness into this new kingdom. And he's like walking me around the kingdom and just showing me things. And I'm just having fun and a good time. And I'm learning the ways of the kingdom while the king himself is leading me through the kingdom. And he's like, and this is how we do this here. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know these things. This is awesome. This kingdom's great. <laughs> and that's how he takes us through our life, man, of who we are and our, na our nature that he's made us of. Because the old things have passed away and all things have been made new. But he needs to reveal those new things to us. Like, yeah. See, now this is when Paul was correcting people and saying, you know, and you used to walk this way and now you walk this way it's because he'd come to gentiles who didn't even have the law and he was like you were this but now this is how you walk mm -hmm. if you stole he literally just said if you were stealing stop it <laughs> he didn't go into some huge things like just stop that's not how you live anymore this is how you live but if they wouldn't have known that you don't steal to make a living anymore they wouldn't have known they would have just kept stealing yeah. <laughs> just um just not even going to read it out, but mm -hmm. uh, for like you were saying, like, oh, this is how the kingdom works. This, uh -huh. you know, getting shown around and everything. Hebrews 2 10 through 18. Mm -hmm. That is like bread and butter of like how the kingdom works. And like, yeah, just read it. Okay. <laughs> uh, for now, he towers above all creation, for all things exist through him and for him. And that God made him pioneer of our salvation, perfect through his sufferings, for this is how he brings many sons and daughters to share in his glory. Jesus, the Holy One, makes us holy. And as sons and daughters, we now belong to the same Father. So he is not ashamed or embarrassed to introduce us as his brothers and sisters. For he said, I will reveal who re you really are to my brothers and sisters, and I will glorify you with praises in the midst of the congregation. And my confidence rests in God. And again he says, Here I am, one with the children of Yahweh has given me. Since all his children have flesh and blood, so Jesus became human to fulfill to fully identify with us. He did this so he could experience death and annihilate the efforts of the intimidating accuser who holds against holds against us the power of death. By embracing death, he sets us free, those who live their entire lives in bondage to tormenting dread and death. For it is clear that he didn't do this for the angels, but all the sons and daughters of Abraham. This is why he had to be a man and take hold of humanity in every way. 
He made us brothers and sisters and became our merciful and faithful king priest before God as the one who removed our sins to make us one with him. He suffered and endured every test and temptation so that he can help us in every time we pass through the ordeals of life. I think I read the wrong scripture, but it was still... I don't even care. That was like... <laughs> that's li- that was really good. Yeah. Like, it literally, I'm pretty sure that's probably the passion translation. Yeah, yeah I can tell. Um, <laughs> but literally, it lays it out. Yeah. He he reveals the Father to us. Mm-hmm. He literally was like, hey, Jesus literally said why he's on earth. You have one Father, <laughs> and that's God. Yeah. So now, through the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit only reveals what he says, he's going to reveal the things of me to you. So Holy Spirit's literally conveying Christ to us and in, in conveying Christ, the perfect image of the Father, he's conveying the Father to us. So as we have a relationship with us and he leads us into all truths, one of my prayers lately has been, Lord, make me a good follower. Make me a good disciple. I want to be able to be a good follower to your lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, what you just said, he's like revealing the father. It's like, hey, I'm your brother. Nice to meet you. I'm glad I was able to save you. Here's the father. Here's what you're like. You look just like me. This is awesome. Let's walk together. You're my brother. Hey, it's my brother. It's my sister. All the angels around. Hey, it's my brother and my sister. And like, oh my gosh, yeah. So that's, and it's just, it's fun. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with the Lord in my imagination. Um, and it's just so freeing because like, even when you mess up, he's just like, it's not who you are. Yeah. Cause see, Oh, ooh, okay. One thing he told me recently, he said, people worship sin as if it's eternal, mm. but sin had a moment of beginning. It has a moment of ending. Christ condemned sin in the flesh. Mm. So sin is not eternal, but we worship it as say, Oh, I'm only human brother. I can't help but sin. You know, John said, if you, if you say you're without sin, you're a liar. But why would he also say, I write these things to you that you don't sin? You Not it. when you sin, but when you, so you don't sin. But if you do, you have an advocate with the Father yeah. who is Christ Jesus, the one who gave himself for you. Context. It all comes right back around to Jesus. Yeah. And so we realize, because every time I preach this way, I go to my one friend's church and he's like, man, you just need to preach sin just a little more. And I'm like, why? I have one place it ends in him. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna preach him. You can preach sin, <laughs> but he keeps inviting me back. So I'm like, <laughs> keep inviting me because, because, and he's starting to see that it's not about preaching sin. Because the Lord's taught me this: you cannot fix something unless you replace it with something else. Yes, yep. that's why he did. He literally gave the example of it of what happens if you don't. They go, they cleanse out the demon. The demon goes, looks for a place, comes back. The place is swept clean and nice. And he's like, let me get seven other demons that are worse than me. Let's shack up in this house. Let's get it. That's literally what happens. When we try to self-correct ourselves, we are sweeping and cleaning a house for all the wickedness of this world to inhabit. Mm. But if we just go, Lord, here's everything, now fill me. Then there's no vacancies. That's why there's so much hypocrisy hypocrisy in the church because people are trying to empty themselves and not be sinners and not be this and not be this. And they're self cleaning their house. When the Lord just says, let me come in there. I can clean it real good. And then I'll inhabit it. He says this through scriptures. 
This is all scripture, guys. I stand at the door and knock. Mm -hmm. And those who answer, I will come in and sup with them. I'll have a relationship with them. I'll eat with them. I'll commune with them. So he's literally saying, I'm standing at the door. I got the whole clean bucket. I got everything. You want me to open this door? I'm about to come up in this house. (laughs) And he showed, okay, I know I'm talking a lot because this is what the Lord's talking to me about, guys. (laughs) I had a dream or a vision, one of the two years ago. And I saw this, I've told you this hundreds of times. I saw this decrepit mansion, literally stripped down to cinder blocks, no windows, nothing, just bare and horrible. Every room was full of the most debaucherous, disgusting, sexual perversion, drug addiction, horrible things. Through every room was like a 40-room mansion, right? And then there was, we go to this one room and there's a little me, like 11, sitting there watching a small TV with a lion on it. And these people were beckoning me from behind. And then it, um, and I was, they were, I was like, no, I'm good. And I just kept focused on the Lord. And I, I it backed up. And I saw this man in the slick back hair, a pinstripe suit, a host of people behind him. He just walked up to this little imp and took the contract from him and then just took this giant flamethrower and burned this house. He just set everything on fire. And then I, it went back and time-lapsed in gold and ruby and silver. So the Lord was using my knowledge of scripture, which if you know the word, is very obvious what was happening. That house was me before Christ. When he came and he took the contract from the enemy, he didn't just... he. Took it from him, that little imp that would control my life, like a little three-foot thing. Mm-hmm. Took it, took the Holy Spirit fire and burned my life up. <laughs> burned every wicked thing out of me. But he showed me, here's a beautiful thing. The reason he showed that little boy is because saying, you've been innocent since the beginning. <laughs> I, Ephesians 1, predestined you to be holy and blameless in my sight. So my holiness and my blamelessness was sitting right there in the muck. Yeah. crying out who I am. And so, and then he built me, like he said, and those who master craftsmen will build of gold, ruby, silvers, and diamonds. So I've been built like that. I thought it was a progressive thing over the years, but then the Lord's like, no, I just did it. <laughs> this is who you are. And so I am a giant gold mansion with diamonds and rubies and silver and all these things and beautiful and everything else that was cleared out at that moment. Because behold, the old has passed away. All has been made new. So I'm not a work in progress. He finished the work really good. Christina Aguilera once said, oh my gosh. You are beautiful in every single way. <laughs> the world can't bring you down. You are beautiful no matter what you say. What can't bring me down? <laughs> well, thankfully I can edit that out. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Baby, I know you got some scripture. You got some fire coming. Uh, I, yeah, I have some scripture. Um, this is John 12, um, 23 through 32. Jesus replied, now, is, now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it, and those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me, because my servants must be where I am. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. 
Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven saying, I have already brought glory to my name and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared an angel had spoke, spoken to him. Then Jesus told them, the voice was for your benefit, not mine. <laughs> the time for judging this world has come when Satan, under the ruler, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. And when I read that, it was... Um, We are to lose our lives, and when we live for Christ, like he, he brought everyone to himself, we are joined with him, and in us living, like a, Christ living through us, we will be part of drawing the rest of the family in. Um, and he was just talking to me about how, like, I know for a long time, and I know many people think this way, where it's like, oh, well, you know, being a Christian, it's about, you know, having this miserable life. You were kind of touching on it earlier. It was like, um, you know, it. I have to... It's all it's all about dying and giving up everything and it's this miserable life and it's like no it's not it's so much better and it's it's what we were made for and um this is Romans 8 um starting in 17 since we are his true children we qualify to share all his treasures for indeed we are heirs of God himself and since we are joined to Christ we also inherit all that he is and all that he has. Come we on. will experience being co-glorified with him, provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. And I am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of glory that is about to be unveiled within us. The entire universe, all creation, is standing on tiptoe. I love the passion. <laughs> yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. If we die with him, we are glorified with him. We become the true sons and daughters creation has been looking for. They will see Christ as we will point to Christ, the one they are united to and who they are looking for. Um, that was my note. <laughs> hmm. um, this is Romans 6. Um, I talked a little bit about this last week, but it works with this as well. <laughs> Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried and entombed with him so that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered to walk in the freshness of new life. It's, it's us dying to ourselves, but it's like, what we've been talking about, and I'm thinking about, Chad, what you had written down, that Christ brings us alive to be these, these new creations. And it's like we are, whatever we were is totally dead. 
Uh, keep going. For since we are permanently grafted into him to experience a death like this, then we are permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection like his yes. and the new life that it imparts. Um, uh, this is uh, Romans 6 still. But this is down to verse 16. Don't you realize that grace frees you to choose your own master? But choose carefully, for you surrender yourself to become a servant, bound to one you choose to obey. If you choose to love sin, you it will become your master, and it will own you and reward you with death. But if you choose to love and obey God, he will lead you into perfect righteousness. And um, you read something from Second Timothy earlier and this is just a little bit further but yeah i don't think i've ever heard that scripture for some reason the the soldier one yeah like that one was really good i was like dog yeah get it boy (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah this is a little bit after that um you can trust these words if we were joined with him in his death then we are joined with him in his life if we are joined with him in his sufferings then we will reign together with him in his triumph. Jesus has shared his triumph with us. It's yeah. nothing that we earned, and it's nothing that we earn here. I know we're talking, like, a lot of these scriptures, it's like, you know, we we share in his sufferings, and it's like, oh, I got to suffer and have this miserable life. No, it's about sharing the gospel, and it's, you know, this is coming from people talking about being persecuted for sharing the gospel. That's, yeah. that's what they're talking about. Um, where was I? Uh, then we are joined with him in his life. If we are joined with him in his sufferings, then we will reign together with him in his triumph. But if we disregard him, then he will also disregard us. Mm -hmm. But even if we are faithless, he will still be full of faith Mm -hmm. for he never wavers in his faithfulness to us. Mm. I loved that. (laughs) Um, I got a lot of scripture. Uh, This is Romans 8. Uh, 28. So we are 28 and 29. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good, uh, bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. For he knew all about us before we were born and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. It's what we were made for. This means the son is the el- the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Um, I have just this note. We die to look like Christ and be a part of an eternal kingdom family. Um, can I keep going? <laughs> what? What's happening? Keep going. What's happening is we're leaving you without excuse and leaving ourselves without excuse. Yeah. Because we're painting a very clear picture, and the Lord is really painting a clear picture. Um, that's yeah. Yeah. Like I know it seems like we're scripture heavy, but I mean that's it's, how it should. That's be. how it should be. Exactly. It's like you can't argue with the word. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like. I chose to not come with any scripture today and just purely say what God, I felt like God was saying. Yeah. Almost everything he said was like one quotation of scripture. It was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is Ephesians 1, 11. 
Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny, that we would fulfill the plan of God, who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. So, I mean, I've said it already, but it's what we were made for. We were made to not... There's so many times when it's like, you know, well, I have to, do I have to give up this or do I have to give up that? And it's like, you weren't made for that to yep. begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of things are counterfeits mm-hmm. or perversions Amen. of what God has built for us. Yeah. Uh, just as an example, sex. Yeah. Sex was made to be shared between a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. But the world has perverted it to pornography and all of these other things. And once you start going down those roads, it gets slippery and slippery. But God made sex as this beautiful thing to be shared and to be enjoyed between mm-hmm. a husband and wife. And there's so many times where it's looked at as like sex is this awful thing or this this you know this nasty thing but it's not it's beautiful god made it mm-hmm. to have it's a celebration and that right there just like is like don't look at the perversions you are made for certain things and other things are not what you need to be doing yeah um before i start going to other stuff um like something i'm just gonna touch on it because otherwise i'll go like judah crazy about it and start (laughs) start like yeah but um i'm a level of measurement (laughs) (laughs) um he has been talking to me about i'm gonna call it the jewels of the kingdom and i He's given us the Holy Spirit as a promise. Um, it's a it's a seal of promise for, mm-hmm. you know, the the fullness of the kingdom that we're going to see. But the Holy Spirit, we are supposed to see in our lives manifested the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And I think those are what, um, like Judah was talking about, like the mansion that had all these jewels and everything. It's like Mm-hmm. We are meant to be mm-hmm. um, covered in these jewels. I wanted to say encrusted, but that doesn't. Crusty. <laughs> Uncrustables. In, I mean, <laughs> um, like um, embedded into us mm-hmm. should be these jewels, these um, fruits of the spirit. And like to the reason I brought that up is because like having joy, having peace, um, having patience that endures all things, Mm -hmm. all those different, those attributes. um, Everybody wants to be able to do those things, but I mean, even Christians, (laughs) think it's like I'm not I'm not capable of that but I want to have that 
but I'll fall short of that. So I'm just going to, this is who I am and this is how I, I keep hitting the table. This is who I am and this is how I measure up and it's just not going to be any better than this. And so I'm going to hurt people and they're going to hurt me and that's just life. And it's like, that's a lie. Correct. And it's, I just, I, I know from like, just, I'm speaking from personal experience. Um, and I know I'm not the only one that's experienced this where it's like, it's like, I want to be able to love better. I'm talking about in the past. I want to be able to love better, but I don't know how, but when you know him and you know his love and you know that you are joined to him and that this is who you're made to be. It's like, I finally know that this is who I am because when you show that love to somebody, like it's not about getting like the feel goods or anything like that. It's about the joy of knowing that I have followed what my father has, what he wants me to do, who he's called me to be. And it's like, I know that this is who I am. I know that I was made for this. And and that I mean that's why completely dying to yourself like it's I don't I don't even know if it's like we say like die to yourself and it's like but that's that's not who you are you're dying to a former version of yourself who you were not made to be yeah to receive something even more beautiful to be covered in these jewels like he, oh man he was talking about it today and it was just like because <laughs> it was like like my i'm gonna say this and then i'm gonna let go like my king is coming back for me and he is I'm already seated in a heavenly place, but I get to spend eternity with him in that heavenly place. And I want to show up with all the jewels all over me because how can I sit in a heavenly seat and not have the beautiful ring mm. that he promised me and the jewels that he's given me? I want to sit in that seat and be beautiful for him for all eternity. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I know I'm getting emotional about it, but it was just like, I just... Come on, we're seeing all this stuff and just like, <laughs> I mean, that's why knowing who he is is so important because it's like he he is this joy, he is this love, and I get to be that as well. And it's a beautiful thing, and it's what everybody wants to be, and it's like. It's not a like Judah's been saying, we've been saying, you know, it's not about bettering ourselves. It's just about being who we were made to be. We're a royal priesthood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we're <laughs> called to be. And if we're accepting uh, anything less, then, you know, that's a lie. That's yeah. just a straight up lie. And if we're royal, that means we got jewels, we got them crowns, and we're all going to lay all that down at his feet, but that still doesn't, like, we still have, you know, have it. It's it's ours. He's mm -hmm. freely given it because we got the king. He's our father. And our our big bro, Jesus, 
like he's made it all happen. He made it all happen, and that's I could just see it's like it's. I, I know this is a weird. Have you ever seen Bugs Bunny dressed up with like the scepter and the crown and the big robe and all of that? Mm-hmm. Like I could just see like I know that's very cartoony or whatever, but like that's not even close to what is it's it's not even thing that's on this earth will not compare to what we're supposed to look like. And that's not for just then, that's right now. Yeah. Because I know... I don't know, like, I've heard a lot where it's like, I'm going to get to heaven, I'm going to get that crown of glory and, and everything, and it's just like... I, just I can be I can be covered with the jewels now. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and, one, and one thing, so... When people hear you're going to give up your life, they're like, I got to stop watching TV and got to stop yeah. doing this and got to stop doing this and got to stop doing. Um, and that's not true. So, okay. In the garden, right? The, God literally made an earth for humanity. Yeah. Okay. Gave them a garden and tend. He literally made all the animals because Adam was lonely. Um, what occurred when Adam sinned was selfishness. Yeah. Blaming others. The woman you gave me, literally blaming God for an action that he did. So what you're giving up is your selfishness. Mm. What you're giving up is your rights to be offended. What you're giving up is you're blaming others for where you're lacking. Yeah. What you're giving up is weakness yeah. and taking on strength. Because I can tell you, I haven't stopped playing video games. I haven't stopped watching TV. I haven't stopped doing this stuff. But I don't watch it to get anything. I don't watch it because I need to. I don't play video games because I need to. I don't even eat food anymore because I need to. I just eat it because I need to live. (laughs) But now when I watch TV, I have God of the universe sitting there enjoying it with me playing video games, enjoying it with me, hanging out with friends, enjoying it with me. I'm at work not stressed out because my God has given me favor and he's going to work everything for my good. So I'm just not stressed. I'm not there because I, I'm like, oh, they need to give me more money. Oh, they need to do this. And blah, blah, blah. I'm not bitter. I'm not backbiting. I don't think I deserve more than I do. I'm just thankful for a job. I'm thankful for everything I have. I'm thankful when I wake up. I'm thankful when I go to bed. I'm thankful in the grocery store. I'm thankful everywhere. And thankfulness produces happiness. It produces mm-hmm. joy. Yeah. That's like the soil and the fertilizer for joy and peace yeah. to grow up in. So now I'm living life that he gave me because he gave me good things to enjoy. This life is meant for me to enjoy, mm-hmm. but not in a selfish give me mine, forget you, or screw you, or any other harsh word that I can't say. But, (laughs) you know, that's what we do, you know. We have things on Facebook I see all the time, oh, I'm just doing this for my haters. You don't got no haters. No one cares about you that much. My goodness, get over yourself, pride-filled. Anyway, so, you don't don't have (laughs) haters. You don't have, like, but that's what I'm saying. We get, like, you know, we think we got enemies. We think we got this. And we got to like puff ourselves up mm-hmm. when honestly we're nothing. All that life produces is a blown up balloon that can be popped at any second. 
We're literally dirt. Yeah. You are We're but dust. dust. You're here today and gone tomorrow. Don't tell us. Stop. Um, But when you focus on God, you don't see everyone as your enemy. Yeah. You literally see everyone because 2 Corinthians 5, my chapter of right now, says do not regard anyone any longer according to a purely human way. Yeah. Mm. So everyone you look at, you're not going, oh, man. You You don't even allow yourself to have that initial judgment. Of how you think they are. You don't know who they are. You don't know how they are. You're not allowed to think that way. Yep. Especially if you're a Christian. This video has mainly been for Christians. You know? Because we need to wake up. Have a wake yeah. up call. And be able to see what we've been doing. And see that it looks nothing like Jesus. If we were to put some of our actions in Jesus' mouth. Some of the things we've said. Things we've done. We would be like, I can't see Jesus doing that. And yeah, I took that from other people. But I don't care. Because how can we... I mean, if you can't see it in Jesus' life, how can you see? How can we see it in ours? How can we accept it? Yeah. yeah. We can't. Yeah. And then we don't, once again, don't beat ourselves up. We go, hey, Lord, whoops. I can obviously see now. That's not what you want. <laughs> and begin to thank him and rejoice in him. And then it all comes back around to relationship and loving it. As I read multiple times, he gave himself. The reason we live our lives from because he gave himself for yeah. us. Not because you're a dirty sinner, but because you were a son yeah. who was predestined to be adopted before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. According to his pleasure and will, he chose you in Christ. That's what you, That's what he did it for. I'm just, I'm just keep thinking about the dirt thing. Like he literally took like what we consider is just like the lowest of the low dirt and formed us. And now he's raising us to be his sons and daughters. Like mm-hmm. it's already done, but it's like he created dirt mm-hmm. and has raised them into family. Like yeah. that's what we are. It's just how cool is that? <laughs> um, do you have anything else? I have like two. Well. Two more sections of scripture. <laughs> 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 <coughs> They're not that long. Um, this is Philippians 1. Uh, I'm skipping around a little bit, but I'm starting in 21. So here's my dilemma. Each day I, li- each day I live means bearing more fruit in my ministry. Yet I fervently long to be liberated from this body and joined fully to Christ. That would suit me fine, but the greatest advantage to you would be that I remain alive. So you can see why I'm torn between the two. I don't know which I prefer. My true life is the anointed one, and dying means gaining more of him. But then you will never be shaken, and then you will never be shaken or intimidated. Or I'm sorry, I skipped. (laughs) I skipped around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, (coughs) I meant to put a break there. Um. I mean, like Paul is talking about, you know, it would be better for me to still be here, but he, he, he knows Christ in such a intimate way that it's like, I long to be just completely joined with him, but he knows that Christ living through him is 
you know, ministering to mm-hmm. these people. Um, and this is skipping to verse 28. Um, and, and he's saying in, in walking this way and being united to Christ and like we've been saying, dying to yourself and allowing Christ to live through you. Um, in 28 again, uh, and then you will never be shaken or intimidated by the opposition that rises up against us for your courage will only prove as a sure sign from God of their coming destruction and that you have found a new life. For God has graciously given you the privilege not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for him. For you have been called by him to endure the conflict in the same way I have endured it. For you know I'm not giving up. And it's like... In... In living... living this life that we're talking about in trusting God and living this life of faith. It's like, I know, I know who my father is. I know, um, I, I know my lover, Jesus, that takes care of me, who I'm joined to. And no matter what comes my way, I'm going to be able to not just live through this, but it's not, I'm going to go through the fire and I'm not going to smell like smoke. I know that's mm. like a, f- a famous mm-hmm. saying or whatever, but, but it's true. Yeah. Um, and then this is Romans 14. Um, this is just another, <laughs> it's another <laughs> verse that goes, it's just reiterating what we've been saying for. We don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord, and if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and the dead. And, I mean, again, this is coming from people who were dying for their faith. Yeah. And, and I mean, Jesus... Like we've been saying, like we, we are willing to die with him, and it's like, are we? How how much do we look like that ourselves? And like, um, it's like we were saying earlier, it's not about I'm not doing enough. I'm not like, like what comes to mind is like the modern comparison would be like the persecuted church in like China or something like that. But, um, you know, in America, that's not, yeah. you know, but, <coughs> um, it's, it's how much it's, it's not about, you know, I'm, I'm not doing enough and I need to go sign up to be a missionary. And do <laughs> you know, it's not that it's just, you know, it's knowing God and, and, you know, in knowing him, he's going to show you how, wherever you are, what, whatever you're supposed to be, like, he's going to tell you that. He's going to be like, you're mm-hmm. going to be Christ here. 
You're going to be Christ for these people, for your family, for your friends. Um, you know, it's like we don't we don't have to worry about it. It's not about um, like we were saying earlier about how we fit Christ into our lives. It's we totally lose like Judah was saying, like we forsake selfishness and pride and all of a sudden our life becomes this open book. Um, I wish I could remember this psalm, um, but it's um, in the message. Uh, it's like, enter the mystery as you abandon yourself to God. You said abandon earlier. It made me mm-hmm. think of that. Um, <coughs> and it's like, we get to enter this whole new, this whole new life, this whole new um mystery and yeah it may seem scary at times but it's like i know that christ living through me that i'm gonna just i'm gonna have the victory all day long (laughs) and it's gonna be awesome and and he's gonna move through me and it's gonna be this beautiful and amazing thing and all i have to do is abandon something that i wasn't made for in the first place Mm -hmm. so you were saying being Christ, you know, with our family or our friends, and it reminded me of something you said. That's probably if you when we were back in Gulf Breeze, uh, where you know it's the five to ten people that we come in content mm-hmm. contact regularly. That those are the ones that we need to be investing in first and foremost, mm-hmm. and then go from there. But those are the ones that we need to be doing it. Can you expound on that just a, a tad? Yeah. Um, not everyone in our lives we have an equal responsibility for. Like there are family members and friends that we are in a way responsible for their lives. Mm-hmm. We're not responsible for their decisions, but we're responsible for f- for. We are responsible for fulfilling the role the Lord has given us to be in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are people that I know, and I used to be one of them, that probably spent more time investing in people that weren't the ones I was really supposed to be investing in. Yeah. Um, but another way I've looked at this is if I or if anyone wanted to be to like really, really succeed at life, you can only be as strong as the weakest link in the web you're connected to. Mm. Mm. So if you spent five to 10 years totally investing in all these people you're directly connected to, to where they're all super strong, that's going to make it a whole lot easier for you to elevate because now you no longer have those people that are in your direct contact like negatively affecting you. All they're doing yep. is positively affecting the world. And then you c- it's so much easier to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. That's good. It, you're just saying that reminded me of that. And I'm, I'm glad, like, that last part, something new, a little nugget. That was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been thinking about that the past few weeks. So, mm-hmm. hmm. I've got one last scripture. And I know everybody's like, yes, one last scripture. <laughs> But I think it ties, and it's in the most 
you probably know where it is, but it's like in the most peculiar place that probably no one's going to think. Deuteronomy 4. You just want every excuse to bring Deuteronomy this up. 6. I mean, yeah, I do. Uh, it's good. This is the Shema, and I love the Shema. It's my rainbow word right now. <laughs> Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And what I want to quickly switch right here is the last part. And you must love the Lord with Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your muchness. That's what the strength in the original Hebrew actually means is your muchness. And I'm not going to go through all of the words and everything, but the way that this is crafted, the way that God gave this to Moses to speak to the Israelites before they went into the promised land was every part of your life, it doesn't matter what it is, you are supposed to serve the Lord with everything, with to the nth degree and more. That's how far you have to go to be with God. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to go past that comfort. we got to go get out of that comfort because that's what our society is built on, what's fast and convenient, what's comfortable. And we've got to go past that. We've got to get uncomfortable, and we've got to abandon those things, and we've got to get with God and build that relationship. Like building a relationship isn't always just like, oh, this is so easy. You know, I remember when we first started all together, it's like we're trying to figure each other out, you know? <laughs> like, we all have, like, our weird little things, you know? Or like, oh, well, Zach likes this, Amy likes this, and Chad like You know, it's finding those out. But God, like, when we're finding out what he's about, it just, it, everything starts falling into place. Mm -hmm. Because he's created everything that's good and holy. And if we're serving him with all of it, everything not what we want because it doesn't say anywhere love the god love your god as much as you possibly can when you feel like it yeah when it's convenient to you it doesn't say any of that yeah and it even goes a little bit further it's like you need to do this you need repeat them again and again to your children mm -hmm. repeat those words again and again and he talks about putting it on your doorpost and tying them around your hands and wear it on your head like mm -hmm. it's like to the that degree it's like this is what I'm about mm -hmm. you know and like we don't have to like write the shama on our head or anything face tattoos yes. <laughs> that's what that's what we got to do <laughs> face tattoos <laughs> but it's to that degree where it's like anyone that walks by you is going to feel it mm -hmm. they're going to feel the holy spirit in you they're going to man oh there's something different about that person that's what we should be and if we're living to that degree, we're not going to be able to hide it under a bushel. Yeah. You know? That's what, what is the, the, the passage you read? Can I hear that again? The whole thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is Deuteronomy 6, 4, 5. My favorite. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your muchness. Muchness. Mm-hmm. Like when you were reading that, like well, when you said strength, like I mean, this was being given to 
a people that did not have Mm -hmm. the covenant that we have. And like when you said strength, it was like, you know, you're, we're not living out of our own strength. Yeah. We're living through Christ and I can do all things through him because he strengthens me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we can do this because it's not us trying Mm -hmm. to love him the best that we can. Mm -hmm. It's because I am a new creature in Christ. And I have supernatural strength, not, you know, I mean, you know, whatever, but yeah. <laughs> um, strength to endure all things, to love, to, you know, to live what this is talking about. Yeah, that's good. Didn't think about that. All right. We're good. Mm-hmm. That was good. That ministered to me. <laughs> hmm. Judah, take us out. <laughs> Lord, we love you. We thank you that you created us. We weren't made by happenstance, and we did not make ourselves. We rest in knowing that you are God, the Creator, God, our Father. We just take that peace right now for our lives. Lord, I thank you, and I ask you to give us vision. Lord, vision like the eagles, how they can see far off, miles off, Lord. Let us see as you see, think as you think, speak as you speak, hear as you hear, and act as you act. I thank you that you're making us and pulling us into the fullness of the image of the knowledge of your Son, Christ Jesus. We settle for no lower standard. We will not be sidetracked or delayed. We will see this to the finish because you are in us. pushing us forward, compelling us in your love to the finish line. We're going to stand before you, and we are going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, and we'll give it right back to you, well done, my good and faithful God. Well done for bringing us to the end. Well done for bringing us to your image. Well done, my God. We rest in you, Lord. We bless your name. We worship you, Father. Yes, we exalt you. In your mighty name, Jesus, amen. There you have it. Jam-packed episode. Before we close it, I keep hearing the word pride. Um, Someone is watching whether you've watched the whole thing or you just watched like halfway through. I don't know. (coughs) Um, 
but you're hearing this and there is something that is telling you that it's not true and that you are not capable of this. Um, but I think it's, there's something that you want to hold on to. Um, I'm not sure what that is. Some kind of a behavior, but if it's something you feel like you have to hold on to, you weren't made for it. Um, but I just kept hearing pride and you're being prideful and you need to stop. <laughs> but when people would come to Jesus, he would forgive them and he would say, go and sin no more because grace empowered them. So receive that. And it's not to point you out and be like, oh, she called me out and I'm a sinner. <laughs> no, that's just not who you are. And Lord, I just thank you that right now we just laid pride at your feet. And Lord, I just pray that this word blesses everyone who listens. Thank you, Lord. There you have it, everybody. If you want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash be a light. Toss a few dollars. Help keep the lights on. You can also get some cool, awesome t-shirts. Yep. Links down in the description below. Get you one of those Yahweh t-shirts. <laughs> and also, um, I want to remind you guys, we do have a podcast version as well. Mm -hmm. Be a light show, I believe it is. Yes, I think yeah. so. Uh, so Be A Light Show, I had a few people ask about mm -hmm. that. Um, just in case, you know, because these are longer videos. If you are at work and you just want something to listen to, we do have Be A Light Show, the podcast, which is the audio version of this. Mm -hmm. um, so you have no excuse to listen. And then <laughs> hear, hear Zach's beautiful voice say, support us. So, yes. Yeah. And if you can't toss dollars or can't buy stuff, sharing share 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 yeah. talk about it be mm -hmm. like this has been blessing me i know that sounds like a lot but word of mouth is quicker mm -hmm. than you would think in this day and age yep. and it helps out a ton but we thank you for watching if you have any prayer requests you can contact us on facebook mm -hmm. or you can email us at be a light show at gmail.com uh, we love to get pray for people and everything so don't be shy because um, prayer changes things. Mm -hmm. Prayer changes things. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shout. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. Goodbye.